I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Remember when you said you would die for me? Shit, all of that was just lies to me. Motherfucker should have never said bye to me. Now you cry for me. Like Jodeci. It's like that, y'all. When they get hit another bitch from the back, y'all. Black, nasty, and mad fat, y'all. Should have seen the hoe. Nigga, pack your shit and get out the door. Oh, what about the fight in the Mirage? I seen your bands parked outside my sister's garage. Said it was your friend Raj. Bullshit. I ain't gonna be keeping up putting up with that bullshit. And still I never sweat these bitches who be hanging like plaques on the wall and your pictures. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And it is Wednesday night, the last night of the week for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our Friday. Um, All right. And we thought we would celebrate it early by having some uh, friends of the show on. Uh, you might remember them from being on the show not too long ago. Um, and they were a big hit. Everybody was uh, all on Twitter and stuff like, oh, my God, thank you all so much for introducing us to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I've been, oh. I've been listening to them for, for months at this point. So yes, uh, it's the crew from the Three A Negroes podcast. Um, yeah, what's up? You can find them on Twitter, three of Negroes, spelled out, not not the, not the number three, spelled out like like adults. And uh, you can also go to their Facebook page, three of Negroes, uh, where I go sometimes, and uh, you know I take pictures of other people's Facebook statuses and post them on there for <laughs> why would you write that? And um, they read them on the show sometimes, man. Um, so uh, let me go down the line, and I'll start with tech support first. Jim, man, how you doing? I'm good, man. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us back on, man. We appreciate it. No problem, man. Anytime, anytime. Um, Ray, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking and thank you for having us. No problem. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, Neruda, what's up, man? Oh, I'm chilling, man. I love how you how you like told your fans like, listen, I've been up on this. I need to get up on this. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm all about that. Yeah, we be up on a lot of stuff that we introduce, man. We listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't think people realize how much, how many other podcasts we listen to outside of our own. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm glad that people actually go out and listen and Me let people too. know and stuff. And love and show support. Yeah, and it's it's cool to have a platform where you could do that because you know how sometimes you just. Like you enjoy something and you just wish everybody was on it so you could be like right. sharing this crack and having this. Yes, yeah, so y'all can have conversations. <laughs> yeah, you can have some conversations about it. You, you want to hit too? Right, you yeah. know. I mean, I don't know so much about crack smoking, Rod, but I can identify with what you're talking about. Uh, I, think... I know exactly all about the crack smoking. <laughs> yeah. And yes, it's fun to share. As somebody, <laughs> as somebody who, uh, watches Maury, I feel like Jim is lying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. been a, you've been in a Maury audience, right? More than once. Uh, yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, I haven't smoked the rock firsthand, but I've been on a bus full of rockheads on our way up to the Maury show. So, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I guess I've seen the effects and how much fun they were having in the company <laughs> of each other. So, that's. I stand corrected. Crack does seem fun. Like crack seems like really fun when you ignore all of the devastation it causes your family. But, like, yeah. in the moment, <laughs> you're high, like, it looks like a dope-ass time. Crack- but you dancing <laughs> for no reason and shit. Mm-hmm. You don't telling- feel cold. It's great. You're, yeah. you're telling jokes that only you understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crack must be great. And you can tell crack is great. All the great drugs have no secondhand smoke. Like, Mm-mm. you keep... <laughs> 
you keep it all to yourself. Yeah, one hundred percent for just you. Like you can't get a secondhand <laughs> heroin high. Mm-mm. You can't get a secondhand crack, crack high. Like with weed, shit like that, you can do that. But the good ones is just just you. Just you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say I feel like crack is only devastating to poor people though, because I got like friends who are like rich white boys. And they just go to rehab for a couple of months, and then their family loves them again. Mm-hmm. It's only black people. Like, yeah, they they do crack too. They just call it cocaine, but it's still, you know, we just ain't doing the rock form of it. But to yeah, me, it's call- in the same. They they are cousins. Well, Amy Winehouse was doing crack cocaine. Yeah, they yeah. call it, they call it eight balls though, like it's sophisticated. Eight like, balls. Yeah, like well, oh. eight balls and yes, cocaine eight balls, mixed with heroin too. Oh, okay. All that's right. a, that's so a speed like, ball. That's really ex- Oh, wait. So what? Then what's an eight ball? A then crack, an eight ball is just, just, just three and a half grams of cocaine in any form. Yeah. I used to, um, anyway, uh, yeah. This is- <laughs> 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 yeah, it, but um, don't worry. It's between me and you and the audience, Naruto. But yeah, they um definitely like I was at a party once, and this dude was like uh like they we gave him a ride home, not not my car, my boy's car. And like halfway there, he had to get out the car and throw up. And so then we, we, he got back in, we got to the destination. He was like, Oh, wait a minute, man. I left an eight ball in your car. <laughs> I'd have been like, What the you fuck is that? In your car. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, You left like what? A, a fucking like pool ball? <laughs> like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. The number leave? eight, the black ball? Yeah. He's like, Nah, uh, 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 it's, you know, an eight ball. And my boy, they was both white. He was like, Oh no. You left rocks in my car, dude, and they started looking through the car. We had to clean out the car, fucking like one a.m. It was a fucking mess. But... To find his drugs, that's hysterical. Y'all yeah. are used to people. I would have held on to it. Oh no, it wasn't to give to him. It was because I don't want to get pulled over. Oh right, right. <laughs> to send the and dogs we... out, and then next thing you know, it wasn't so much for his sake as it was your sake. Right? Yeah, we threw yeah. that shit, he, and he asked for it back. Like in pure white privilege, he just. <laughs> He's like, y'all get, did y'all find it, man? Can I get it back? It's like it's on the side of the fucking highway. Um, if the cops um, found, if the cops found that eight ball, they would, they wouldn't even be mad. They would just be surprised because they were gonna plant it on you, and somebody had done the work already. <laughs> did you get, did you get pulled over earlier, or like what happened? Yeah, exactly. Um, Johnson yeah. beat us again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that couldn't have been no cop for no niggas. They'd have fought him and beat his ass right there and be like, nigga, I'm not going to jail for you. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time. Uh, now it's I time. mean, if you have to eight ball a crack, though, that's a lot of crack. Like, I, I mean, that's a lot of crack. Like, yeah. I, I'd be wanting that back, too, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about drugs to know. At the time, anyway, to know that that was a lot. Like, I was just uh-huh. like. I just, I was just like that. Well, that's what rock of cocaine. Yeah, throw, I, throw that shit in the trash. You know what? Don't ask me. I am like oblivious. Like I am the wrong person to ask about any type of drugs. I don't know nothing about the weed. I don't know about crack. I don't know how much brick you is. Called it the weed. Like, <laughs> I, 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 no. You called it the weed. I got it. I, yeah. I am just oblivious. Like I am the wrong person to ask. I'd be like, is that a lot? I w- that's then I would literally be oblivious. So yeah, I'm the motherfucker. That's what you gotta say in court is the weed, and the judge goes like, "We're gonna throw this out." Yeah. <laughs> Let her go. Let her go. Obviously, this woman was set up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Now is the time where uh I think me and Ray we need to finally hash this thing out. You're on the show now. Um. Do you well, understand what I was trying to say about the the athletes and the beating 
of the women and the children now since Roger oh, did- no, no. i i understood what you were saying we just fall on different sides of it so like for the audience mm-hmm. rod has explained numerous times on the show that he's sort of of the opinion that uh your employer shouldn't just let you go and hope that you're innocent and then bring you back when uh when you're you sort of have gone through the process of being found innocent whether in a court of law or through some investigation at your job and i'm of the opinion that because it's a private organization and pr can be costly uh that you should if you want to uh sort of suspend or put players on that list that like adrian peterson is on Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong with that. So we just fall on different sides of it. I just think that certain violent crimes I can't fuck with. You know what I mean? Like, I just wouldn't want, like, my coworker to maybe be a child molester and then, like, have to hope that eventually this gets resolved, like, while I'm sitting next to a maybe child molester every day. So then That's you just my be own on shit. The, so. You couldn't I be know on- that. You couldn't be on uh, Seventh Heaven then, Ray? So, <laughs> well, my point would be that if, let's say I was one of the children on Seventh Heaven, my point is that if some shorty, like, accuses Stephen Collins of touching children, I wouldn't want to go to work every day and just hope that the investigation <laughs> turns up the right result. That's yeah. what I mean. And um, my, my thing, one of the adults on the show, who was just like, you know what, I don't got no kids. Uh, he's not touching them though. Yeah. Like, could you work with him? No, I want to be employed by an organization that takes invest like and take accusations like that super seriously. And I know that there's no real solution in what I'm saying versus what Rod's saying. Like, it really is about comfort level. And usually, I don't. Uh, side with authority. I'm not that kind of person. But I just feel like it's safer to protect your whole company um, from one employee than it is to, um, you know, like risk, like, and it's going to suck when I try to explain it, but to sort of, like, hope he's not guilty and let him keep coming to work, depending on how impactful the crime that he accused of it i just think that way about certain crimes like if you are getting if it's a dui or something and there was not an if it was like yeah if it was a dui and there was no victim like outside of your car or something like that that's one thing but when there's like a victim and it like it reflects on you know the kinds of people that you're hiring or whatever i just kind of feel particularly with entertainment that it's like I'd rather not see that happen. And 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 I, and I guess for me, I do understand your standpoint. But I guess for me, the way I think about it, people go to work every day and they deal with all these people you're talking about. You just don't mm-hmm. know it. That's that's the thing. You just don't know it. And your company deals with it, and they don't fire these people. They let everything take their process. The media is not covering. I think because because people look at athletes and look at entertainers as above people and like uh what they do is almost magnified and what they do because i know about it i don't think that nobody in their workplace should deal with it but when people in a normal everyday workplace are around these people all the time and so from my perspective as a company i do understand what you're saying but as a company it's one of those things where i am not the moral police that's not my job my job is to employ people and if you get 
convicted of a crime and they say you did it or you plead guilty, yes, then okay, get the fuck out of here. But I don't think that as a as as a company that I should just let everybody go for every little thing that they do because a lot of people do a lot of things. Like you don't think the DUI is wrong, but other people do. Other people think you should right. lose your job for anything. So it's I'm like totally where, where, where do you put that? Where do you put that marker at for me? Oh yeah, it's really just a personal preference for me. Like, and I understand why Rod would want to protect people who may or may not be innocent against like the whims of whoever might happen to right. be the CEO of the company at the time. But yeah. I, and I recognizing that hypocrisy because it really is like I generally am not pro authority or whatever. I just am really uncomfortable when like it's not the same as if I'm walking into an accountant's office and uh, and this accountant has been accused of beating his wife because this accountant isn't a public figure. And it's unfair, maybe. But people do project onto public figures and people do look at them as role models. And especially the NFL, where they're basically telling you, not only are we dope at throwing and catching balls, but the commissioner is um, promoting it as like a family values type business. So when you get, when you promise me this kind of moral, like this kind of morality, whether or not it's a mistake for them to be wanting to do that in the first place is a different conversation, I think. But the fact is that you've presented to me this wholesome kind of, Family ba- values, all American type uh, of you know type of pers- personality is going to be working there. We make only the nice guys famous, and then you have people who are like publicly committing really violent crimes. It just doesn't sit well. Yeah, I think and, um, I think the thing is, I never bought into that. Me either. Not that so, family wholesome thing. No, me either. So, so I think that's the big difference. I mm-hmm. actually thought it was a tactical mistake when Roger Goodell started promoting the league that way. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's not sustainable Mm-mm. because you're dealing with way too many people and right. you're putting the you're putting the moral pedestal way too high. And uh, especially you're dealing yeah. you're dealing with a level of people who have so much power and excess in their hands that fuck you're definitely gonna have someone who's gonna screw up well not just that but it's actually the standard they have is above society like right like like uh and and what happened was i think um roger goodell and the owners are gonna get away out and get off the hook all of them are gonna no one's gonna lose a job uh no one's gonna be reprimanded and it's gonna be because they were able to like convince everyone no the real problem is you need to let these guys not play games and it is like, well, one, they're probably committing a crime. So, you know what I mean? Like it's, they're not going to go to jail. So I guess right. the, next, the next best thing is missing the game or something. And, and then the other thing is systematically over the course of years, the NFL and Roger Goodell just didn't care about this topic. Like, so, so it's like they, they've been able to kind of damage control this shit. And I guess. I felt like they got away with it because they could kind of scapegoat just a couple guys. Oh, sure. As opposed to be like, oh, systematically it was a league wide failure. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like, cause I, cause I do agree with you that, uh, in the world that that they've created, the PR of it is the guys got to go away. Cause cause they create, it's like, we're like, it's out the box now, right? It's, Mm -hmm. if we were talking five years ago or even another sport, you know, where you didn't have a, uh, a commissioner who was like trying to be the principal, right? You probably could just be like, look, this is the legal system and that's what we have in America. Mm -hmm. Uh, deal with it. You know what I mean? But I don't think we have that anymore. So it's very interesting to see that, um, 
goodell's probably gonna keep his job mm-hmm. um all you know he got owners getting accused of fucking digitally penetrating chicks okay yeah, um, covering it up you got um just digitally penetrating chicks yeah jerry jones of the dallas cowboys, cowboys. got uh, accused of finger banging the chick the case ended up getting dropped because according to the suit he paid her hush money until the statute of limitations was up and then was like oh nope. shit you're lying yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so yeah so but he's gonna get away with that right on his tax return just finger popping hush money <laughs> right <laughs> like 20k a year well you know this is the uh shit money he had receipts Maybe for it okay i don't want to be a victim blamer here mm-hmm. but you can't like you can't take hush money because you got sexually assaulted and then be mad when it stopped coming in like you already sold the dignity like took the money right so then you can't be like if you if you've gone whatever i know this is not nice but Mm -hmm. it's like if you've already said all right fine i won't tell people you raped me because you're giving me this check bi-weekly or whatever Mm -hmm. when he how is he gonna respect you enough to like not shaft you again when the when the statute of I mean like that that sounds like evil genius to me. Mm. Yeah, you're already you're already in my pocket. What the fuck right. do you do? Right. So and, and now everybody and this is football we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like no one ever no one ever like football is always going to protect the dude against what they perceive as like money hungry women. Right. And then when you sort of give them room and no victim should be perfect or should have to be believed but particularly in this environment where you're talking about billions of dollars and then you accept the money for only this long and now that he chooses to stop paying you you sue no one's gonna take you seriously yeah i well i would i I agree um and i'm not even gonna say it's victim blaming um like once you take the money uh, you got to start protecting yourself because you know at some point when he doesn't have to give you the money, he's probably not going to. Right. Like, it's just like that's just practical business sense. Yeah. Um, right. Although, although, yeah, you have although, no now. right. Although that still makes him diabolically evil. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He, he yes, won't. He does. won't. He won't be suspended for any no. any games. He won't be fined right. any money. He and, won't. And, he'll, and, he'll be fine. And and. What? And people that, that rich don't get rich like that being nice. They've been fucking people over since their first day at work ever. So like, <laughs> I'm not shocked. I'm just like, it just, she was up against a mental giant and at risk was her like mental health or physical health. And it's a shame that that sucks. Like if, if he did do that, like that really fucking sucks. But that's how the game is set up. It's like yeah. rigged against women, particularly ones who are victimized by dudes like that. Mm-hmm. And dudes like that right. get to victimize women like this because they are in the position to do so because they've created the system now. Right. Yeah. That- even so, like, think about the other side of the coin. Like, what if she said no to that money? Now he's going to be like, well, I got to shut you up somehow. Yeah, he's going to find another way to destroy it. Karen, what were you going to say? Oh, I, I, I was going to say um, the problem... Um, 
that I have with a lot of the standards uh, that we've been talking about as far as, you know, uh, players and their punishment. The problem I have is that the same punishment don't go towards the owners. So that's why I call bullshit on all of this. So in my opinion, you know, if you're going to crack down on players for every little thing that they do, you need to be able to crack down on the owners in the same way because they also work for a company also. Yeah, the, well, it's just their morality isn't real. And I think, right. I think more than, more than anything... Yeah, I think more than anything, that's what pisses me off is that mm-hmm. it's not real. Jerry Jones is the mm-hmm. most visible owner in the league. Everybody that's knows true. Jerry Jones' name. And they, they acted like nothing happened with that dude. Didn't even investigate him. Mm-mm. Like, it's, they, they don't really care. And I think right. that is it was a racial thing, you think, too? Um, oh, it's definitely oh, yes, racial. Yes, I mean, yeah, 100% definitely. of the owners are white. Mm-hmm. Um, and the players, you know, the league is probably like 70 something percent black minimum. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely that. And then, right. you know, your average fan has a perception that, um, the owner, uh, has a profit motive and that's okay. But players should sacrifice everything for winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should act a certain way because they're lucky to even get this money right? and all this shit. So yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. a ton of racial components to it. And I think all that shit just, it pisses me off so bad that I, I think I hop on the other side where I'm just like, fuck it, let them play. Y'all don't <laughs> right. really care, right? You know, yes. and what? give them, give them a battle axe on the field next time. Who gives? Yeah. A fuck? <laughs> Who cares? Who even fucking yes. cares? Draw blood, break bones. Yeah. Who I'm, gives man, a fuck? I'm always a knife out there. Go for it, man. Right. I'm smoke always some crack. Right. <laughs> let them smoke some secondhand crack. It doesn't matter. Let them like, do the eight ball. Yeah. Now since I know what it is. Let them do the HGH. <laughs> do y'all really even care about HGH? No, like, they, no, they don't. So it's they, just I just get mad like that sometimes, and I think I was just mad. Like, yeah, you yeah. wait. You have to let football players do HGH, right? They really if should. Some of them are doing HGH. You've got to let the rest of them do it, right? right? <laughs> or somebody's gonna die, right? Somebody yeah. is. Like, if I can bend, if I can bend a Buick in half barehanded, you can't, you can't put me against somebody who can't tear a phone book in half. I'll fucking right. murder them. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Like, the first time the NFL tests for HGH and finds out that somebody's using it, it has to become legal. Because there's no way that you can make sure everybody's not using it. Yeah, right. what, what you're gonna season. ban all those guys? You Wait, don't yeah. have a fucking league. Yeah. Or just try and make it as equal as possible because I, if there are if there are thirty people in the league, like if one person on each team is playing with HGH, for example, mm-hmm. then we have to let every like the rest of the thousands of people play just so that they are on some sort of <laughs> even level because that kind of advantage in such a violent sport is yeah. scary as yeah. fuck. It helps you heal faster too, yeah. and uh, motherfuckers get hurt all the time. Cam, what were you gonna say? Right, and I'm like, fuck it, just put some animals out there and shit. You know, you that strong. You know, you don't need to be playing against humans. You know, right. fuck it, just <laughs> put the black bears so like, out there, so like Col- Roman Coliseum. Right. Yes. Like actual bears, bears versus lions. For, for, <laughs> bears versus real, real lions. Yes. Just give them, Wait, give them hold helmets. on, Neruda, are you alive? I am. I've been trying oh, to get okay. you, but uh, you guys have been going at it. So Sorry, man. I'm still, I'm still like, uh, I'm just like, I feel like as as a as a coworker, I don't feel like I can turn on another coworker just because, like, I, I mean, I'm still stuck on, like, let's say I was the producer or audio engineer on Chocolate Factory. I mean, yeah, our college pissing on girls, but I still want that album to come out. So mm-hmm. I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a paycheck, you know what I mean? Right, like, don't fuck I don't my money like up. I, yeah, I can understand that perspective too. Yeah. I, I, I just think once you throw the money in it, 
it changes everyone's perspective right you know like half of the reason people are even outraged so much about like nfl players is because they think you know they make all this money they should live a better life than i do and it's like you ain't shit and if you got money your ass still wouldn't be shit right you don't become shit because you get rich like it's still the average ass nigga with a whole lot of money like it's if anything it'll make you be a worse person i'm surprised (laughs) that they're able to do crimes at a much lower rate than society because i would be doing crimes at a much higher rate if i could afford a lawyer and shit I mean, these niggas is huge. I think I would a couple guys who play football. Right. These niggas is really big monster niggas. Like, right. I mean, not, if they didn't have a job carrying a ball, they'd be hurting people on a regular basis. Like, Imagine if you had the money to, like, you were playing basketball, right, and someone fouled you real hard, and you had enough money to go to your car, get a crowbar, beat the fuck out of them, and then just go, like, my lawyer will take care of it. And that's it. Like, you just go to court a couple times, maybe – Cause you might not have to appear, right? And you just pay a dude to like, hey man, get this dude like ten G's and tell him to leave me the fuck alone. Man, like, look, that's if crazy. I won, if I won five grand on a scratch off, I'd be dead in three days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try crack. I'm gonna definitely try crack. Like, why not? <laughs> so I'd be up to my eyeballs and limeritas. There'd just be trips <laughs> to free strip clubs. I would, I'd be dead. I'd be dead in three days. Yeah, Give me five man. grand, I'd be dead in three days. So, I don't know. They better people than me, man. Maybe Jesus is what really saved us from uh, all this shit, because if, right. if Ray Lewis didn't believe in God, think about what kind of shit he really would have got into. You know? tr- <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> like, he did, he believed in God, and he still got, like, charged with accessory to murder and obstruction of uh, justice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, all right. The first thing about, uh, Blake Griffin smacking the shit out of some dude in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, in the club. Oh, shit. Yeah, he told, but see, here's the thing, He's dog. He's a cornball. He's such a cornball. Blake told people. If they could backslap you, use a cornball. It's not Blake. Blake told people this year that he was done being labeled soft and just taking shit. No, but yeah. he didn't say he was going to hit people back. He that, just said, I might could eventually get mad enough to do it. He's a cornball. I'm going to tell you right now, um, that's the assumption I made when I heard it. When he said, I'm tired of this shit, I looked at that big brolic ass nigga and was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be the next one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let someone else try it first, and someone did. Yeah, he's like, I will fuck y'all someone up. I'm tired of y'all. Though, like, mm-hmm. I want to see Blake Griffin say that, like, to Kendrick Perkins. I don't want to hear him say it. Like, I don't want to see him like slap up a dude in a club in Vegas because you have a crew. You have your weed carriers and the people who fight for you. So if you hit people back in clubs, it's because you want to get a reputation for hitting people back. Mm-hmm. I want to see you do it on the court when Kevin Garnett is in your ear talking about he fucked your bitch. I want to see you swing. Well, we I all have see to you do it at the club. The thing is, right? We all have to start small and work our way. <laughs> like the, the first time, the first time you got on stage it was probably like an open mic or some shit, right? Like yeah. you know, you can't just start off headlining, man. That's that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Blake Griffin got a star small. Star with little niggas in the club. Work your yeah. way up. You know? eyeball, eyeball, reckless eyeball for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then slowly work your way up to taking a swing at yeah. Kevin Garnett. The next step He's is... never going to swing at Kevin Garnett. I know that. The next step... I know that. The next Kevin Garnett don't even fight. Kevin Garnett just talks shit and still people are scared of him for some reason. Well, KG will probably be retired by the time he works his way up to that level. But the next stage is probably like slapping a dude at practice. 
You know okay, what I mean? So bumping Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And then you go, God damn, Blake ain't praying. That'll get out in the news. TMZ, uh-huh. you know, and then after that, the next time he gets undercut or something, he just got to, he got to smack a nigga. Then he had two rounds of sparring. Like, so he's going to bump Chris Paul. It's going to get out. And then he'll like, he'll push a foreign white center. Right. Even the first, right. NBA, the first NBA player he slaps on the other team. It's just gonna be some role playing ass nigga. He can't. Right. You can't be slapping stars and shit Mm-mm. to start it off. Yeah, no. Because stars got goons, right? Right, right. You don't do that. You, he got to start with like JJ Reddick or some shit in practice, and then <laughs> somebody and then, on the practice squad. Yeah, and then in real life, like maybe like two weeks later, he could like smack um that Drogic dude from the Suns. Like he's oh yes, you know just I slap Drogic by the way. Yeah, well actually, you know I take it back. Don't slap any of those foreign dudes. You don't know what the fuck they've been through. I take that back. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kosovo. It's like I escaped, I escaped Putin's Russia. Don't fuck <laughs> yeah. with me. I will. I got something for you. Head off. Yeah, never knew what it was you gonna say. I just, I was gonna say, I saw this thing of Willis Reed knocking out like an entire team. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Did you see this one? Like, nah, I haven't seen that one. Is that what a 30 for 30 or something? Yeah, so they did the, so Michael Rappaport produced the 30 for 30 about the Knicks. Um, the Garden of Eden, I think is what it's called. I didn't uh-huh. see it, but I saw a clip on Deadspin where, or they had found, like, apparently Willis Reed had gotten into this legendary fight where he basically beat up all five of the white Lakers players when one of them fucked with him. And, like, he punched somebody, or, like, he was going for, a, like, a rebound when they were doing foul shots, and apparently he, like, elbowed the dude on the Lakers in the neck. So the dude on the Lakers took it real personal or whatever, and he tried to swing at Willis Reed. And it happened right in front of the Laker bench. So Willis Reed clocks old boy in the head, cuts his eye open or whatever. And so he's laying on the bench while the rest of the Lakers have, like, tried to fuck him up or whatever. Shit. And none of them, like, he got all five of them. It was really crazy. (laughs) Fuck that. All of niggas out. He just hit niggas with right crosses like it's nothing. It was was insane. Yo, the dude that, the punch that I think is the worst is, uh, have y'all ever seen the Kermit Washington punch on Rudy? Yes, that was, oh my goodness. Yeah, he hit Rudy Tomjanovich, and that shit, like, was such a hard hit, it ended Kermit Washington's career. Woo! Yeah, they were. And it, like, it put, it put Rudy in a coma, didn't it? Yeah, it broke his whole face. Like, his face was laid on the court. Shit. Yeah, And, he, and, and that's kind of crazy, like, I guess maybe this goes back to, like, how bold, um, how bold, uh, you know, uh, like you were saying, the audience kind of feels an entitlement to controlling the behavior of professional athletes because they think, you know, that they don't work for it or, or this is a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, this man is strong enough to murder somebody. Right. right. Barehanded. That Bare kind hands. of strength doesn't happen to normal. So mm-hmm. they're obvious, and like, there's only 300 jobs in like the NBA or only like 1500 jobs in the NFL. And out of 330 million Americans, only that many people 
to get those jobs and then sustain it for a long time. So the fact that people are unimpressed with athletes blows my mind. Me too, honey, because you, I mean, a lot of people go, well, they shouldn't get paid that. Well, let me ask you a question. When you're at your desk doing your FTP reports, whatever the reports is, do you have to worry about somebody football tackling you? Do you have to worry about breaking the bone? You know, do you have to worry about the stapler just jumping up and giving you an uppercut? You know, when you get off work, do you have to go and put your ass in ice cold water because you have strained your muscles? Not only that, but like in order for you to even sit at that desk, you have to be the absolute fucking best at what you're doing. You have to beat out so many other people to sit at that desk. Yeah, you like, just you know, a lot like of you literally just, have to be one of the three hundred best people in America at making right. an Excel spreadsheet. Right. Like, right. <laughs> yes. And those people don't even uh like what's funny is uh like I played basketball with well so many people over my lifetime. Uh when you do play with an NBA player, it's just such an obvious difference. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, like that, like I, rem- like I remember in high school and shit where we were like, yeah, man, we're gonna go out, we're gonna run a couple miles, we're gonna work on this shot, we're gonna dribble with this hand, we're gonna, I'm gonna watch this drill, we're gonna do this, we're gonna set up these chairs, shoot these jumpers. And then the first time you play with somebody who's like, you know, oh, that dude's going to UCLA, you're like, oh, oh, I, I should just get back to reading then. This is stupid. <laughs> I went to I went to a Raptors game when I was in college. I went to school right outside of Buffalo. We went up to a Raptors game, and I remember I saw a dude who was like, you know, a bench warmer, and he went like eight for ten mid range. Do you know how hard Ooh. it is to make eight for ten? Right. And he wasn't even fucking playing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, we played ball. We used to play ball. With this dude Charlie. He was a walk-on in North Carolina, um, and the walk-ons, like, they get there for grades and shit, and he was, like, a legacy, too, so, like, you know, all his family had been on the team some kind of way, oh. and, um, yeah, he used to bust our ass, and we would watch the UNC games, and he never got in, because he wasn't good enough, so it was like, yeah, Think about how good you are if you're starting. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And uh, right. That doesn't mean you can rape girls, though. Like no. No. Uh, I don't know, Naruto. I, I yeah, beg to differ. I, I think, think they can and get away, and can get I away think you with can it get to a certain level, <laughs> and uh, you get to rape a few women uh, for free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they, they they don't they don't count against your rape count. Yeah. I feel like society yeah. has proven that to be yes. true. X X X Big Ben. Yeah. 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 They That's put that okay. as a stat. If you if you look up some player stats, they have their rape count on there. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. see, you know, attempted rapes. Right. Uh, and so you can just catalog who's made the rapes. And it's it's really an easy system. Yeah. And yeah. apparently it makes you edgy enough to sell sneakers. Exactly. <laughs> Darren, Darren Sharper's going to the Rape Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the so tagline, like, buy my sneakers. So it's after you rape, you can run faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you too can so. get away in these sneakers. Run to the pussy. Uh, <laughs> these shoes. Um, you want my or shoes, chase right? down the pussy if it's trying to get away from you. <laughs> Nar- Naruto, what were you saying, man? I want OJ to come out with a line of uh, leather gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isotoners and shit. I will buy them shits. Uh, yeah, that would be good ads. These gloves are murder on my skin. I would not <laughs> buy gloves from somebody who doesn't know how to put them on. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He'd have to buy, like, mittens or something. Yeah, exactly. He'd have to sell an emotional mittens. Yeah. 
<laughs> OJ gloves, she's raised right. OJ gloves make no sense. The man doesn't know how to put them on. But <laughs> if you get like OJ mittens, you know, he's like, aren't gloves too cumbersome? Cause I didn't do it. That's why. <laughs> if I had some mittens though, I would have fucked that bitch up and that dude. <laughs> if that's a logical four year old in your life, try OJ mittens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um, let me introduce the show. Uh, it's the Blackout Tips. <laughs> you can find it at iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, just search the Blackout Tips and we will come up mm-hmm. um leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher because it helps to show out tremendously when you guys do that um we also have a couple of sponsors today our first sponsor is shadow dog productions they have a halloween special going on right now if you buy a copy of me and karen's album between now and halloween they'll give you a free digital download copy of their ghost theme short film in the goodbye all you have to do is email them, shadowdog.productions at gmail.com. That's shadowdog.productions at gmail.com. And let them know that you bought the album, and they'll send you a download link absolutely free. That's a very good movie, y'all. Yeah, you guys will love it. The Goodbye. We mm-hmm. watched it like three or four times. Um, and uh, also, we're sponsored by um, a little sexier sponsor. Let me see if I can find some sexy music. There we go. Um, Adam and Eve. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Adam and Eve. Ooh. I love this song. Trolling the Bible and Jesus with that name. Ah. Let's, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? Can you ever get enough? No. Let's be honest, guys. No. I'm talking about sex, y'all. Uh, I bet you love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First... They give you a sexy surprise for her, assuming that there's a woman around. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that y'all both can enjoy. And then to top it all off, they give you six free adult length, I mean, four length adult movies. And then number 10 is, of course, free shipping, the best part of shipping uh, that you can get. So uh, make sure you do that. Get your 10 free gifts. It's not hard. Go to adamandeve.com, select any item. And it could be anything, a sex toy, a sexy lingerie, a paddle, anything you desire. And uh, put in code TVGWT at checkout. You get your 10 free gifts. Uh, and just go to adamandeve.com today. Select one item. 10 free gifts, free shipping. Offer code TVGWT, adamandeve.com. You know, most couples are going to be turned on just by the savings. They're like, what, free mm-hmm. shipping? Let's do this. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I remember back in the day you had to go into like the adult store and shit. Yeah, me and him used to do that. You and and, and it would be so they would be like, We know that you don't want nobody to know, so you know what, pull around the back of the building. Yeah, it's such an awkward like transaction and whatnot. Right. Um so, you know, now you can just shop from the safety of uh, your online uh app or whatever and uh put the code in and get you some savings, man. Yeah, just like I and I keep putting this PSA out. Uh, the, the parent, I'm old school. The new school parents, don't allow your kids to open up your mail. Cause you know, some parents be like, yeah, baby, up, no, open up your own mail so that you will not be having to explain why mommy got a six inch dildo. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is this ass to ass sidewalk, sidewalk talk you got here? <laughs> <laughs> um, we got <laughs> making a pie. What is this for? Are we making a pie? Give me a <laughs> <laughs> mommy, uh, what's a strap on? Right, strap. Hey. What, what, mommy? Turn it on like a lightsaber and shit. Yeah, your kids in there fighting each other with your dildos. No, thank you. Um, Renee Zellweger's face. What happened? Ooh. Uh-oh. I know what happened. 
I know what happened. What do you think happened, Naruto? She wants to go as herself for Halloween. Yeah, man. Um, she looks like a melted wax version of herself. Yeah. I, you know what's crazy is like, I remember a month ago, I heard, I first heard the news and it was weird news. It came out of nowhere, but it was like, Hugh Grant turns down Bridget Jones Diary 3. So I was like, why the fuck is that news? No one's thought about that movie or Hugh Grant in a long time. Right. So, and him turning down the role is definitely not news. Like, him taking the role would have been like, oh shit, you know, they're trying to do it again, y'all. She about to put on that weight. But when he said, uh, no, I was like, I don't get it. And, uh, then I saw her face and I was like, oh, she couldn't do that role if she wanted to, man. That's. Oh, she, yeah. she don't look the same. No, man, she looks fucking. Cra- crazy different. I'll put her picture in the chat. She looks for creepy. She yeah. looks like a nondescript white woman. Yeah. Like, That's what she looked like before, Jim. Well, <laughs> now she's a furtherly non. She's a non nondescriptive white. Now I can describe her because she's nondescriptive. Yeah, I used to like nondescript Ray, uh, uh, Renee Zellweger because she was like, um, kind of chunky and fat for uh hollywood which means yeah. she was like a normal looking woman and it was right. like a real good for her type of feeling but now she's just like every other weird hollywood person that got facial surgery done and lost a lot of weight now I'm just mm-hmm. like i don't care it well, i don't know man it she should be suing yeah well she uh has now spoken out because everybody saw her face and was like the fuck so she said i'm glad folks think i look different I'm living a different, happy, more fulfilling life, and I'm thrilled that perhaps it shows. See, look, this is this is a why would you different write that? and different and nice are not the same word. <laughs> like, it's not like your friends were like, "You look great." They said, "You look different." You know. <laughs> I feel like the implied thing that she's trying to insinuate here is that she's getting dick now. She's like, <laughs> I, get, "I get dick on the reg," so fuck y'all. People don't know me. I don't my... have to keep getting these fillers because I'm getting my holes filled just fine. Exactly. Uh-huh. Don't even worry about it. People don't know me in my 40s. People don't know me as healthy for a while. Oh, hold on. I'm getting an echo from somebody. Hold on. One, two, one, two. All right. It's gone. All right. I don't know what that was. Uh, It's gone now. I'll, I'll let you know if it pops back up. Uh, People don't know me in my 40s. People don't know me as healthy for a while. Perhaps I look different. Who doesn't as they get older? Ha! But I am different. I am happy. My friends say that I look peaceful. I am healthy. For a long time, I wasn't doing such a good job of that. I took on a schedule that is not realistically sustainable and didn't allow for taking care of myself. Rather than stopping to recalibrate, I kept running until I was depleted and made bad choices about how to conceal the exhaustion. I was aware of the chaos and finally chose different things. I did work. That allows for being still, making a home, love, love, loving someone, learning new things, growing as a creative person, and finally growing into myself. So y'all oh. stop hating. <laughs> I think you added that at the end. I did. I did add that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty. I don't know if Renee would pull that out of her wheelhouse, but I... <laughs> I mean, she pulled a whole new face out of her wheelhouse. Stop underestimating. <laughs> she could do it all. Yeah, she's she's every she's every cracker. Because <laughs> the haters I'm all of the crackers, pick one. Because the haters gonna hate, hate, mm-hmm. hate, hate, hate. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I man. Mean, it's just it's just shocking, right? Because because you know you know that these people do work, right? Right. But it's like, and it was such a short time too because she didn't look like that last year. She pulled it out of nowhere. She trying to front like she didn't. Not to mention, I mean, like she like some people just look weird like skinny or whatever and like mm-hmm. she hardened up you know what Ooh. i mean like you, you ever see those women at the gym where they like work out a lot but then they work into that like stringy hardness where you're like yeah they get like really severe looking like, yeah right. and it's to me that's unhealthy so you go into the like moment and i think that's what people had with her and especially because people used to be so like much more positive about you know like good for you girl you out here showing them that you ain't gotta be five pounds and now everybody's like oh fuck you you just like the rest of them yeah, yeah she looks right. and don't even look like she look like basically a, a completely different person yeah well she don't she's but see that's because she's happy karen that's <laughs> oh so happiness changed you your looks a new face just because you had a good day yeah oh i don't know man like well i look the same and i've been happy she like she had work done i don't know yeah she I got some she, work I, done i think she lied dog uh, did y'all see the video uh for little girls who uh are about that feminism no yeah. all right i will uh first of all karen why are you giving me the mm, on this what's wrong with what's wrong with little girls being for feminism nothing i want to hear it first okay because i felt very judged in this moment <laughs> As if, uh, I, I was trying to figure out where where we going it's, the, it's for the fuck hate campaign uh wait so they're making little girls curse i think i re- i think i read something about this. well here here it is i'll play it for you pretty <gasps> pretty pretty what the fuck i'm not the Princess in distress. I'm Holy pretty shit. fucking powerful and ready for oh. success. So what is more offensive? A little girl saying fuck or the fucking unequal and sexist way. Society treats girls and women <laughs> in our future. So listen up, grown-ups. Here's some words more fucked up than the word fuck. Pay inequality. Women are paid 23% less than men for the exact same fucking work. And women who graduate <laughs> university with straight A's get paid as much as men who only got C's. So, bad grades equal more bank? Just because you're a boy? Um, hello and hell no. Pay up, motherfucker. I shouldn't need a oh penis to get paid. <laughs> Rape and violence. Fucked up fact. One out of every five women will be sexually assaulted or raped by a man. One, two, three, four, five, which one of us will it be? So how many more women have to get knocked down before society stands up and stops it? Here's a hot tip. Stop telling girls how to dress and start teaching boys not to fucking rape. We're glad <laughs> women's right to vote is here. But equality's next step is walking to the car without fear. Be pretty. So here's the tricky thing. Pretty, it's a compliment. But here's how this
and give me a book. <laughs> the continued sexism, girls and women's stale face. Um, instead of cleaning these girls' mouths out with soap, maybe society should clean up its act. This is what a feminist looks like. Girls just want to have fun, demental rights. Each shirt goes to kick-ass charities that are fighting every day to make the world more equal for women and girls. Yo, bro, when you tell a boy to to act like a girl, it's because you think it's bad to be a girl. Fuck that sexist shit. Fuck he's so cool. So. Oh. jar. I don't give a fuck. Wait, there's more. Yeah, they did a swear uh, jar. Uh, uh, and uh, at the swear jar, they all put money in at the end. Oh, that's cute. I did, I did notice that the one the one black girl never cursed. So, no, wait. If the black girl doesn't curse, that was an Asian girl. Can you put that in the chat? I don't know. Yeah, if you I, can. I'll put a picture in the chat. The one that didn't curse. Oh, yeah, that and the video. I don't know if you can. Oh, put no, it. I put the video won't work. Um, okay. I did put the link to it, though, up top. The Mashable Fuck Hate campaign. But, um, yeah, man, I just thought that was, um, pretty good, uh, shit. So, Karen, are you still upset that, uh, the, with the girls and the feminism? No, that was cute. All right. So I guess it passed the test. It did. It passed the test. Cause a lot of times when, you know, you kind of bring this to me is on some fuckboy shit. So I want to be sure that it wasn't on no bullshit. So, I, but, but this, I, I completely agree with. And, 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 and if you're actually listening to what they're saying, they're making powerful points, but they also are making a point that we already know that people are going to be so angry about us saying fuck that they're not even going to listen to what we're talking about. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be mad that they did it, but you're not getting my daughter to say like fuck 15 times in a commercial. You know what I mean? It just, it's not for me. Like it's mm. funny, I laugh, but I I don't yeah, it's not it's not my thing. Alright. I will let my daughter say fuck. Cause she no, I would let my child say fuck, but like I mean I swear constantly. Mm. But I'm not gonna like put my kid on camera saying fuck sweetly to make a point about them. Oh no, I would do that too for the check. <laughs> yeah, and parents do it all the time. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you get away with these fucks for free. Mm You gonna oh. have to you gonna have to get paid. Pay for it, yeah. Yeah. I get paid. But then, to... if you teaching, if you teaching your daughter to take money for fucks, then mm-hmm. are you really contributing to feminism? Hell yeah, I get paid to say fuck. How you think I make my living? I was making a shitty double on. Top. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with sex work. Toys R Us has pulled all those Breaking Bad action figures after this yeah. petition. Started by this stupid ass mom. <sighs> they who, pulled them. Yeah, they they caved and they pulled the action figures down because um, they were like, uh, this woman was like, "What if my kid walks into the adult owl section and who sees don't have the a toys? goddamn job and can't purchase the shit?" Yeah, then he'll start making math. It's like, did the kid start like uh, his own job and checking account? Because. He can't have the toys is the thing because you're the parent. Right. And they say 15. And, and, and this is just me. I know I don't have any kids, but I'm 
fucking sick and tired of goddamn parents that don't have a fucking backbone and do not know how to tell your children no. Instead of telling your child, no, you can't have and no, I won't buy. You want society to adapt to your punk weak ass instead of being a parent and saying, no, you can't purchase this shit. Cause it's easy. It's easier for you to say no than it is for them to do this. But because it is an inconvenience for you and your goddamn terrible ass parenting, I have to adapt for you. The world is not designed for your child. The world is designed for you to protect your child from the world. Be a parent. Karen, Karen, why does your kid watch Breaking Bad? Right. Right. <laughs> How do they even know? That's the whole point. Like, that is so insane to me, man. But, you know, and I wonder if that means they'll also be taking the Doctor Who and the... Right. The athlete toys, because you know they got athlete toys. There's got to be a couple of Ray Rice and uh, Adrian Peterson in there. <laughs> like, they gonna Can you take... imagine if they started selling a Ray Rice doll? Oh my god! They, uh, I'll do, I'll do you one better, Ray. Did you know they were selling Adrian Peterson baby jerseys? You lying? Oh, <laughs> yeah. for real? Yeah, did you they can pull buy. Them? Did you they can pull buy. Them? Yeah, they pulled them. Yeah, they pulled them now. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can still. So for a while, it was, pink, it was the pink Ray Rice jersey too, right? <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And for a while, like right after the shit popped off, you could still go buy one for your kid. I was like, oh my god! But that would totally be like having a Ray Rice action figure and then an accompanying Barbie wife or some shit. That yeah. Would be well, I already oh, saw god. a Halloween costume of a guy in a Ray Rice jersey dragging like uh one of those oh, sex I saw dolls that too, like a black blow up doll. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. You knew that um, was gonna happen. So what you know, there's it, some there's some frat in Middle America college that's like, let's have a Ray Rice and beat your bitch party. Yep. Probably all wear well, blackface. Don't give a fuck if black women die. So now we're a joke. Yeah. So does that mean they're gonna ban sex dolls because he did this? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, know. exactly. Well, they probably were all in blackface, so we, we should probably work on the blackface plant uh, paint <laughs> first. Getting that banned. Um. Here's a Wait, lot. so was this woman who tried to get uh, Breaking Back uh, bad action figures banned? Where is she from? Like, what? Do you, can you tell me something about her demographic or whatever? Um, I just know she was white and uh, oh, okay. from that's kind of what I was trying to ask. Yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. she was white. So you don't gotta skip around the hard questions here. Mm. We, we, <laughs> yeah. We'll straight up, we'll straight up tell you she was a white lady. Yeah, that's a sense of entitlement I can't identify with. Yeah, I like that. You know what's weird is like I don't think I've ever um seen something or had a bad experience and thought to myself like we should get this taken away from everybody because it's not that everybody. Like this woman had the fucking gall to be like, well, you know what? This isn't good for anyone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no one could possibly benefit from this in in humanity. Period. Yeah, like. (laughs) Karen, you're right, though, because it really does stem down to how she's afraid. I can, I right. know this woman. She's afraid of her child. Right. She's terrified of her child. <laughs> and will take that fear, turn it into fire to fuel her to get this fucking toy pulled off the market. Mm-hmm. Because her kid is just going to be a sack of entitlement just like her. Yeah. Right. Wait, so is the, is the, does the toy come with meth? I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> It, it comes with Sudafed. You have to figure it out. Yeah. It comes with it a... It comes with Sudafed and an accompanying trailer. And you gotta go do something about it. It comes, with a, it comes with a family that you neglect until eventually <laughs> the audience actually turns on your family when they should and really be on their side. And a stupid 
fedora. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does come with that fedora, by the way. Does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's because well, there's uh, two, there's two costumes. There's Walt, and then there's the Heisenberg costume. Jesse. Uh, Jesse has one oh. too, but it's Walt, the regular Walt. Then there's Heisenberg Walt, which is okay. the shades and the glasses and the black jacket. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it, it also um, it also comes with like a a, a, a car wash that you can launder money to. <laughs> so. Yo, can we can we get this woman pulled off the market? How can we do that? Can we yeah. get her banned from stores? Yeah. Can I just say something? Yeah, seriously. Why don't they just fucking ban her from that aisle that this toy was in? Uh, Naruto, what were you going to say, man? Um, I was going to say, I do want a pair of wallabies that say Heisenberg on them. Like Luma Edition Wallabies. Oh, that mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. No. <laughs> now Naruto's echoing. I don't know where that came from. Um, but uh, all right, man. Next story. Okay. Did y'all know that Jewish people are pretty, pretty petty? Yeah. And rich. Okay. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> it's a rough one. An influential Jewish advocacy group said Tuesday that it no longer supports allowing suspected Nazi war criminals to receive social security benefits. Mm. The World Jewish Congress President Ronald Lauder said in a statement to the Associated Press that the U.S. law should be changed to stop the payments. Now, they was cool with this earlier. Um, they, they, they found, they did an investigation, a new one, that found dozens of Nazi suspects collecting millions of dollars in benefits after being expelled from the United States. Since 1979, at least 38 of 66 suspects kept their Social Security benefits. Of the 66 suspects, at least four are alive, living in Europe on U.S. Social Security. So they're doing this for four people. The AP also reported that the payments gave the U.S. Justice Department leverage to persuade Nazi suspects to sign voluntary departure agreements. The payments flowed through a legal loophole that the World Jewish Congress lobbied to keep open during the 1990s, thinking at the time that that uh, was that Nazi suspects would agree to leave the U.S. voluntarily if they knew that Social Security benefits would continue. The, ex- the expectation was that suspects would be held accountable for their crimes in the countries they returned to. But only 10 suspects were ever prosecuted after being expelled. The Justice Department denied using Social Security benefits as a tool to remove Nazi suspects. Of course. Yeah, they lied. The time has come to end the payments, Lauder said. There cannot and there should not be such a thing as legal closure when it comes to genocide. And we support the U.S. authorities in their efforts to track down all suspected Nazi war criminals, no matter what their age is today, and to bring them to justice, Lauder said. Mm. And the thing about this is that uh, why you wait till folks that alive? Yeah, well, no, nah, I I agree with them. You know what I mean? Like, I like what they're doing. It's petty. Mm-hmm. I just wish we could do it with slave owners. That's all. Right. Wait, I have a question, though. So if, so if they wanted the Nazis to be expelled, they are now expelled. If the country that they were expelled to doesn't do anything about prosecuting them, isn't that something they should be taking up with those countries? Yes. Or you can just cut off their money. Fuck them. No, I get that. That part I understand. Yeah. But then, I mean, shouldn't you be pressing Sweden, for example? 
yeah what i wonder is if they've like exhausted those avenues and then okay. they just got back to the money like fuck it man just cut take the money then god damn yeah. y'all really ain't gonna do shit like you know what i mean like it feel like yeah, they yeah yeah they waited like, like cut off the money for sure yeah like they waited like 30 years and was like for real though, Sweden, this how you gonna, y'all just gonna, y'all just gonna play your boys like this, huh? All right. We've been cool all these years. Right. What we do to you? All right. I see how it is. Um, but yeah, so they want their, um, benefits cut and I think that's great. No, they should cut those benefits. I was just wondering why. I mean, I guess because they're a U.S. focused organization, but I'm like, why are you stop, stopping halfway there? Mm, yeah. I feel you. We had them here. Should have just <laughs> fucked them up. Yeah, exactly. Even, like, yeah, why weren't we? Yeah, why weren't we? We like prosecuting. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were like, we were like a, um, we were like when a couple gets in an argument, just get out, leave. <laughs> I don't want to see your face anymore. Yeah, because uh, like them the option to quit instead of getting fired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here's your severance. You yeah, me. it's going to be easier for you if you just leave the job now before <laughs> we have to actually fire you. Uh, did y'all hear about uh, David Letterman's cue card guy? Getting, hold on. Now I'm getting, where's this echo coming from? One, two, one, two. And now it's gone. God damn it. Every time I check, it leaves. All right. Anyway, did y'all hear about the David Letterman cue card guy getting fired? Yeah, after he fucked somebody up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He wasn't playing that shit. Or what? Maybe I didn't. What happened? Uh, no, he was an aggressive Cuban. You were absolutely correct. Yeah, Tony Mendez had one of the best jobs in all of show business. Cue card guy for the Late Show with David Letterman. Is that one of the best jobs in show business? You standing there holding shit uh, for an hour? Guess he gets paid a lot of money just to do that. Do they even like? Do they still hold cue cards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, Saturday Night Live, they do. They do the actual cue cards because mm-hmm. the teleprompter, they change it. Um, they change it uh, so close to the start of the show mm-hmm. that they still use the cue cards because you can't program a teleprompter quickly. That's crazy. But well, it's probably with the David Letterman show. Maybe that's the case too. But they probably are doing it for like nostalgia's sake. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe that's it. David's an old dude. He's used to fucking cue cards. Boy. That's probably how right. it is. That's what it really is. It's like how your grandmama makes you look shit up on her iPad. It's like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I, I've been doing cue cards my whole life, man. Put some fucking cue cards up. You're like, dude, uh, we have machines now. It's like, fuck you, fired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so he lost he lost his go- job after he lost his cool assaulting bill Sheft, who's a staff writer for the gap tooth funny man i know i shouldn't have put my hands on a mendez 69 years old confessed to the post Ooh. but this has been coming for a long time <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm tired of you fuck with me and my cue cards Mm-hmm. So he yoked him up with some old man strength. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah man. He did. I wouldn't fight a sixty-nine year old. He probably hit him with the cue cards. <laughs> no, he's sixty-nine years old from Cuba, meaning he was there when when Castro started fucking shit right. up. I am not fucking with old boy at right. all. He was, he was like, I had to swim here on a goddamn raft. I will not take your bullshit. You know what it was? I bet this guy just kept calling him Paco or Pedro. <laughs> For too goddamn long, and he's like, you know what? If you want to take my cards? Fuck you, and then lost it. <laughs> the altercation between an on-air favorite Mendez and 15-time Emmy nominee Chef 
erupted on, on October 9th before the show's Thursday taping, but it was triggered by a verbal dust up the day before in Letterman's dressing room. Chef encroaches on my work. He tells me what to do, and I have to say, I know what I'm doing. And a lot of time when I'm making changes to the cards, he'll stand there looking over my shoulder. And he'll say something like, put that on top because he's got an idea. Bill was always undermining me, making himself out to be Dave's number one, Mendez said, trying to pretend that I wasn't even in the room, little passive-aggressive things. As Dave is giving me a change, Bill will start yelling the same change. Oh, I do hate people like this. Oh, you know, like the boss has an idea and then they yell it out too. It's like, oh, why don't we move those things to the, move it to the bottom? That's all I was going to say too. We're so smart. <laughs> I should get a raise. We're best friends. Yeah, I think I'm about going to lunch, man. I'll probably go to Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays? I want to go to Ruby Tuesdays too. <laughs> I was going to say Ruth Chris. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Ruth Chris. Uh, but his, but he would, uh, make the same change, but his own version, cause he'll think it's funnier. And I have to say, one at a time, I can't hear anybody. Oh, this is an old man argument, too. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, he was just like, he didn't want to hear him. You know what I mean? Like, 69, like, fuck y'all, I can't hear anybody right now. <laughs> uh, October 8th, the three were rehearsing in Letterman's backstage dig- digs at the Ed Sullivan Theater when Mendez said he reacted to one of the chef's interruptions, telling him, I know what I'm doing. Get off my back. But suddenly, Letterman growled, Tony, your sour disposition isn't helping. Oh. <laughs> wow. If I'm mad, if I'm mad and someone as, like, sarcastic and, like, sharp as Dave Letterman says mm-hmm. that, well, I'm, like, like, real in my feelings, I would lose it. Absolutely. So Mendez actually responded to Letterman. And said, you're the one who has a sour disposition, motherfucker. Oh. Get back. Oh. oh. And that's how you lose your job. That's, that's exactly how you lose your job. <laughs> I know he threw them cue cards down right away. Fuck it. I'm out. Y'all find somebody else to do this goddamn job. Yeah. You got to walk. down for what? I don't <laughs> you have to walk out on that one. You can't yeah. stick around. There's no way you can ever come back to work and look that man in the eye and be like, yeah, you, I work for you. <laughs> Mendez, nah. Mendez admitted that he was pissed off but said he and Letterman often traded off-color barbs. That's how we talk, Mendez said. We, call, we tell each other, fuck you, and hey, asshole. He doesn't do no, that. that's not how you talk because you lost your job. Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> See, that's how they talk until the point of you disrespecting me. Right. Like, I'm Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, they do that shit, like, in private or backstage. Right. You don't do that shit in front of everybody not- on set. You know you don't. You know you don't. <laughs> you do that shit laughing earlier, but you wasn't laughing, motherfucker. You knew <laughs> what you was doing. <laughs> He said uh, he doesn't do that with anybody, but he feels comfortable with me. That brings a bit of normalcy because everyone else is like, yes, yes, Mr. Letterman. If you want something impossible, yes, we'll do it, Mr. Letterman. Still, Mendez said he was hurt by the exchange with his idol and boss of 21 years. That night, I wanted to tell Dave how much that hurt my feelings, Mendez said. And then I realized that this is what Bill was doing. He was trying to create a wedge between us so Dave would think I was an asshole. Mendez said he stewed all night, and the next morning when he got to work, he was literally at chef's throat. I just grabbed him by the shirt. He was very surprised. <laughs> he was very surprised. <laughs> he didn't say a word. He was cowering. His eyes were real big. He probably peed a little bit in his pants. 
Right. <laughs> this is a schoolyard fight. Oh, not nice. <laughs> yeah, are they hiring? Right. This is ain't fun. I want to see Look, these. I can behave like I'm 12. Mendez, like, who's only five foot seven, but has a scrappy build, threw the taller, bespectacled 57 year old chef against a wall. Two CBS. <laughs> old man fight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the older one was winning, and he was shorter. Yeah. I'm the first one to say I should have never put my hands on him, but I never hit him. I just grabbed him and got my face in his face, Mendez said. Uh, it's always that defense. I didn't hit him. I didn't hit him. I just, I just roughed him up. I didn't hit him. Yeah, people yeah, I, act, I just wrinkled his shirt. People really think that the life, life is like the NBA, where it's like, I didn't throw a punch, so you can't suspend me. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things you can do to someone without punching them, you know? Mm-hmm. That will get you fired or arrested. Yeah, you choked me and threw me up against the wall, but I ain't hit you though, man. Come on now. <laughs> you really gonna call the police? Yes, this is assault. <laughs> I just think it's, I think the most hilarious part of it to me is like, he fucking, he, he got his feelings hurt by his homie the day before and then went home and thought himself into a fight. Yes. Yeah. He he like went home and was like, yeah, I should fuck that nigga up, shouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) And went to work. And fucked him up. <laughs> Jim, what were you saying? While Dave and the other dude probably were just filed it in the back of their head and went on with their lives. Right. And then, did his wife size him up, though? Did she go, <laughs> did you let him talk to you like that? You oh, came probably. from Cuba under Castro for this <laughs> yeah. shit? He was probably talking to himself in the mirror, like, on his way, like, before work and shit. In Spanish, too. Yeah, you know, he just buzzed himself right on in and choked that dude. Oh, you went straight to him. That, I probably saw the nigga on the train talking mm-hmm. to himself like, oh, man, that little Spanish dude's about to fuck somebody up. <laughs> yeah. You know, he walked in and just... Esteban. He just walked in and... For Esteban? <laughs> you know, he just walked in and dropped his briefcase and started choking that dude. He dropped he dropped his cue cards when he walked in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mendez this means war, puto. He was immediately booted from the theater. Ah. On Monday, he was he was told by the Late Show executive producer Rob Burnett that he was officially terminated. Sources said the show generously offered to pay his salary and health insurance until Letterman's run on the show ends, which could come in May. Dave had. Well, that was when he was gonna lose his job anyway. Mm-hmm. This is not a that's not a gift. This is one of those finally, like, <laughs> finally I get, you know what? This is like last day of school when you can fight that dude that you've been <laughs> wanting to fight forever. It's like, fuck it. What's the worst thing that happened to me? What? They're going to suspend me on the last day of school? That's true. Dave had nothing to do with this at all, Mendez said Friday. He was oblivious to my problem with Bill Sheft. Even Bill was probably oblivious. He does yep. things that really, he really doesn't know what he's doing. Because he's probably too wrapped up in himself, I guess. But now that CBS is involved, they probably said to Dave and other people, because of what he did, he can't be here because we're CBS and have zero tolerance for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, they're protecting their own asses because, like, what is this fucking walking liability going to do next, man? Yeah, this yeah. could have happened to me this this morning, man. I was playing basketball, and um, this... <laughs> This dude, man, he, uh, Kevin, this dude was fouling people like every play. And he was like kind of joking around with it. Like he would foul the shit out of you and then be like, get your stuff out of here. And we, you know, I laughed it off because I'm a, an adult. It was funny though. 
so i laughed it off we kept playing out you know i made a mention like dude you you keep fouling everybody this is kind of crazy and he was like uh he was like uh he just kept talking over me like get your stuff out of here it's a joke and i laughed it off like because it was funny and i'll I'll pretty much laugh at anything that's funny so i was like uh all right well this is funny but just know next time you catch the ball i'm gonna i'm gonna do the same thing to you and he's like do it then or whatever so a couple plays later he got the ball he was dribbling and i just grabbed both his arms so he couldn't dribble anymore (laughs) and i let him go like it was like a bear hug and then i let him go it wasn't anything malicious I, i didn't like push him down so like he um walks away and he's like you do that again i'm gonna knock you out i assumed i assumed he was joking the way i was so i was like you think i ain't never been knocked out before bitch and then everybody just started <laughs> laughing and then we kept playing but um like people later was like yo i think he really was mad at you and i think that's how this dude feels that got yeah. choked like oh, bill, okay got it yeah bill Sheth was like the fuck is wrong with you man like I just came to get some coffee from the break room and you're choking me? It's like, yeah, you said that shit the other day. He's like, I don't remember that shit. Let me go. He's like, remember three and a half years ago when you pumped me in the elevator? Now it's payback, motherfucker. Dave should have took my side. He's like mumbling that shit to himself while he's choking you to death. So anyway. um, You should have learned Eddie Brill incident that Dave is not taking anybody's side. Dave is trying to stay on air as Dave, long as he can. Listen, right. Dave is just trying to fuck these bitches. And you got to let him do it. He doesn't care about anything else. He's too busy trying to get his dick wet. Just let that man get on these interns and you yeah. hold the cue cards, Mendez. It's easy. <laughs> I hope, hopefully he never hears this because he's got a violent temper and he might fuck me up. <laughs> can you imagine if you just woke up and there was an old Cuban man sitting in Above your bed. <laughs> holding, holding cue cards. Looking like the dude. Oh, look at, the cue cards say, you about to lose your life, puto. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like the, that new guy on um, on Boardwalk Empire and shit, just sitting right. in a room. You be like a terrible <laughs> ass silent movie with words. <laughs> That's who I imagine holding cue cards now, that that dude that got killed on Boardwalk Empire. Um, all right. Uh, have y'all heard about War Machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking nut job. Not a good guy. No. Uh, he tried to kill himself in jail last week because, you know, he, how right he was about beating his woman and then being framed for he it. He fucked her up. So, he didn't uh, just beat her, man. He fucking mutilated her face. Yes, he yeah. did. He fucked her he up. He also beat up her boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm yeah. very curious how Wait, this no. happened. Because he the was. boyfriend got fucked up first, mm-hmm. and then she got fucked up, right? Yeah, and that dude didn't so he, even call the police. I he just ahead. left the house. What? Yeah, he, the, the boyfriend, boyfriend the boyfriend who got beat up, or the, whoever the guy who was visiting was, yeah. he didn't even call the cops. He just left. He just took his ass whooping and got hey, the fuck out. Hey, what kind of sucker shit is that? Right. This wasn't her boyfriend. He was fucking her, yeah. and War Machine is the boyfriend. And she no, had- War no, Machine, War Machine is the not the boyfriend. He's an ex, like super he ex. He dumped her. He yeah. left her. In her, and in his mind, he's her boyfriend. When he feels like she said he dumped her in May or something like that, right. like the previous year. And then he sprung up at Shorty's house with a with an engagement ring, like she wasn't oh. gonna move on with her life. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 
And then he, like he's a crazy ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he totally right. he totally Mendez this dude. Right, and I know one thing. Um, if me and you get our asses whooped and you leave me here by myself, we are officially divorced, nigga. Yeah, you gotta at least. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge him for leaving the scene if that's not his woman and shit. But did he call but, the cops? Yeah, because he obviously couldn't. Here's one of the things. Here's one of the little secrets that a lot of women don't know with the chivalry shit. Chivalry will still get your ass whooped. Yeah, I'm, I'm like not... you can be morally right and get fucked up. Yeah. So he lost the fight. I understand vacating the premises. Right. How the <laughs> fuck do you not? How do you not call the cops though? That's the problem I have. That, no, that's that... not. That's not what you said. No, you just what? said if I I got to stay here and die with you, which is understandable. <laughs> right. Because which is understandable. Okay. We're married. I agree. Right. I gotta, but I but, but, but now we were just fucking each other. I was still have problem with you leaving, but nigga, call the police. But yeah, yeah we're married. Yeah, that's it for us. Like, but prob- yeah. if like, you begin in my vagina, you don't. Leave to die alone sorry mm-hmm. i don't i don't care if we only got the tip in you've been in there you staying and you dying with me mm, i go with the prostitute rule on this one like <laughs> i didn't see anything you know i i i understand leaving and and like calling anonymously or something please yeah leave me there Mm -mm. i don't get how that dude just went home like did he just go go to sleep like nothing happened like what do you do after that ad do you show up to the hospital like yo that nigga was crazy he just went to the bar like yo you will not believe what just happened (laughs) dude you ever heard of war machine uh so he wrote a suicide letter and tmz got a hold of it because they're first tmz gets holds of everything tmz is the best I don't, I don't, the people hate them. I love them. They have, of justice. they have no fucking standards. No morals. Justice or not. They just like, we want the dirt. I don't care what it is. Like, well, he was raping kids. Okay. Is that what it you got? It's going to come out like they're like when TMZ finally dies and maybe Grantland is still running, they're going to have the oral history of TMZ mm-hmm. and we're going to find out that they've been employing Former government employees, NSA <laughs> agents, they've right. got CIA agents. Yeah, they've t- got deep throat in their mist or whatever. Like they've got <laughs> they got drones, they got psychics and shit. Yeah, man, they X-Men. got satellites. Uh, crazy. So they said uh, on this, he says, "To die proudly when it is no longer possible to live proudly." Nietzsche, Nietzsche, what is that? Frederick Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Nietzsche, is that how you pronounce it? All right, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. A lot of, lot of, lot of consonants. Anyway, <laughs> he's the German philosopher. You know, he's the um, he's the philosopher that all of True Detective is based on. Yeah, I know, I, I've heard of him. I just never seen his name spelled before. Oh, it's, it's very weird. Yeah, uh, I didn't know it was spelled that way. It's like no, it, it's mad German, yo. Like yeah. I don't get it either. Man, Germans, man, they go hard on those consonants, man, for no reason. <laughs> if you are if you are reading this, then it must be a rap. Uh rap is spelled R A P. So he quoted Nietzsche to start. <laughs> and then what if he, what if the rest of it rhymed though? If you're reading this, then it must be a rap. I killed myself and I ain't coming back. <laughs> right now sixteen bars. Um he said, I refuse to live a parasitic life relying on taxes and the generosity of friends for food and shelter while never being able to give back. I always used to say, You gotta know when the gig is up. I had a good run. I experienced more of my short good run. Yeah. I'm about to commit suicide in prison. You know, Run. Not too bad as a. But she didn't have a good run. You not, didn't let her run away. She can't run at all now. 
uh i had a good run i experienced more in my short life than five average men combined hmm, i whooped more women in my life so he was uh basically captain planet no. <laughs> yeah, sure. Can I say something, though? yeah go if ahead you, if you're dating a chick because she was a porn star if you're dating yeah. a chick that's a porn star and you catch her fucking another dude you're basically a man that doesn't want your woman to work you know like i, I don't <laughs> a porn star too yeah he did porn also right yeah. yeah, exactly. He's an MMA yeah. dude, right? Yeah. 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 He's a hypocrite. And yeah. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> he's, you know? a, I mean, he's a huge hypocrite. Mm-hmm. That is that is one of my problems with him too. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking hypocrite. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> to Christy. So he's still writing to her. That mm-hmm. which is shows you the kind Oh, and I'm sure she'd love to hear from him at this point. Yeah. That ownership mentality, man, like is it's, it's like it's I'll crazy. never, I'll never be able to understand it because it's so crazy. But the, the motherfuckers really do think they own these women till they die. Well, mm-hmm. oh, he had, she had a tattoo that said "Property of War Machine." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, so technically, I technically he's right. I mean, yeah, yeah, his mind. Well, yeah, he's, he's fine. Thank God tattoos aren't admissible in court. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Your Honor, if you see Exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that shit and sex talk can't be admissible in court. Cause mm-hmm. like, you're like, uh, your honor, she can't have that child because she told me the pussy was mine. And <laughs> I said it several times. We had an audit. We had it. We had a verbal agreement. Yeah, uh, no, don't work like that. Uh, she also, uh, makes it nasty. Uh, according to the <laughs> agreement, she says she would Um, yeah, to, to Christy, my one, I truly love you and planned on being with you forever. I know that. Mm, had, I got the smash in the face in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had many... So f- saying he's going to kill her because he's going to kill himself and he wants to be here with her forever. Right. That's right. murder to mm-hmm. me. I know that. I had many flaws and that I wasn't the best boyfriend at times. He put BF. When I left you, <laughs> when I left you in May, it didn't make, take me long to realize my mistake. I loved you more than freedom. When we reunited, <laughs> when we reunited, I was 100% dedicated. I know you felt it. Oh, yeah, and the body blows and mm-hmm. punches. Yeah, her face, yeah. You can't feel her face right now. I guess it was too little too late though because something seemed different about you. It, <laughs> Your your face? Yeah, like when I hit you, it wasn't the same. Mm -mm. It drove me crazy. (laughs) But I knew that you still loved me because you kept telling me to get you the ring. Looking back on it, I guess you wanted security before you put all of your eggs in one basket again. That night, I was so excited to see you. Finding what I found that night was devastated to me. After you broke up with me? More than you will ever know. Not just the unfaithfulness, but the way you cared for him and protected him. Not a day goes by that I don't wish that you weren't hurt that night. I, he's acting like a third party came in, beat the shit out of him, and he's like, damn, that's a shame. He's fucking turning this around on her. Yeah. God damn it, ISIS. Yeah, this is a great time. Ray, Ray, Ray. This is the type of dude that kills her dog and then breaks up with her like he's that <laughs> oh. um so he says um more than you and by the way i love how it's about him now like oh you don't understand how much this hurts me to beat you oh why would you make me do this That's my parents shit. have made that excuse before <laughs> right okay 
And I'm mm-hmm. not cool with it, all right? I didn't believe him then. I never believed him then. My dad be like, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because just... my back is stinging. Right. You're stinging? You because look. They're fucking hitting me. Right. You look like you'll be sitting down fine tonight. Uh, I won't. <laughs> I'll be sleeping on my stomach tonight. Um, but he says, but the way you care for him, protect them. Okay. Yeah. I hope you know that. If I could do it all over again, I'd just have laid down and let him beat me up. Maybe you still love me enough to stop him and make him leave. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. He lying like shit. Yeah. Maybe I, may I, maybe I could have just laid on your bed, on our bed and cried and you'd have held me. Maybe no, I wouldn't. If you came into my house to fuck my dude up and then you got beat up instead, I'm not going to love you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lay on my no. bed. And then I lay on your bed and start crying. You're going to be like, oh, <laughs> like, nope. All the love no is gone. Here, Maybe you'd still love me enough to end that fling and recommit to me. I'll never know. I forgive you. Please. Uh, yeah. Please forgive, forgive me. me for whooping my ass. I love you in hard times that know that i am here to lean on ryan wait no your yeah. fist you want me to lean on your fist right like yeah. what are you talking about i already about? have and they hurt when you unconscious you can lean on me how condescending can you be to right. be like um i'm gonna beat the shit out of you but i need you to like just understand that i'm the victim here right this motherfucker is crazy it's all your fault ryan i love you brother Long live the circle. Keep alpha male shit alive. Is this letter, is this punk ass letter alpha male shit? Uh, yeah, know. if he would have laid on the bed and cried, is that alpha male shit? Yeah. And, and, and it's no, original. It's just, this is just chemically imbalanced shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's something terribly wrong. And the thing about this, this great, is that it's on like notepaper and mm. like you can tell like old school, he hand, he hand wrote this shit. Well, they're not gonna give like, him a typewriter or real, a computer. Real alpha male shit would be like just going to find another chick. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you'd be like, oh, all right, she don't want nothing to do with me. I'm done with her. I'm gonna go find better pussy and go fuck that. To another yeah. part. Now this is to another woman named Z S A N E T T. Right. You were a wonderful wife and stronger than you know. I was always proud of you, Sretzler. What is that? I don't even know what that means. Did he have another wife? Oh, who, who the fuck knows? Michael, yeah. Michael, Shannon, and Melissa. <laughs> He's doing them like mob deep in that, uh, in that Jay-Z song. Don't nobody know who <laughs> yeah, they are. Y'all get one line. Um, Michael, <laughs> y'all yeah, all, all the rest of y'all. I love you all so much. Sorry. I wasn't a better brother. Don't let the Copenhaver name die. Mike. It's all you Papa. You were the best grandfather a guy could ask for. I love you. Sorry to let you down. Niba R1, Kendall, 9mm, Wade, Dudu, Ju- Julio, Heather, Trey, Joe, Barrett, Herman, Pav, Duza, Vitelli, Sua, Matt, D, JR, Daniel, Fritz, my great friends. Oh, how I love you. Oh, may my strength be with you. Oh, he- Wait, how are you giving shout out to your suicide <laughs> right? To all my niggas on the block. Rap video. (laughs) To all my niggas in the block. Did he write it underneath a beat? Queensbridge. That's what he said. A man. Be like, I'll be good. I see y'all niggas in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) 
See you at the crossroads. Amanda said, thank you for your love and support. It meant the world to me. I mean, he said to Amanda, I hope you find your Tristan. I will watch over you. Oh man, right now this has me crying like a little bitch. I, <laughs> I still, like she was crying. I still don't understand how I got into this mess. I don't know why this oh, had to happen. By, by that one, that's how it happened. That one-two punch. My life was going so well. I know that I made mistakes in the past, but I had corrected that and was living life correctly. It is one thing to catch a case when you set out to commit a crime, but catching a case when you have nothing but good intentions in your heart is just so hard to accept. You had anger issues. Oh, Karen, I don't know if that was a one, two punch. It was more like a one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> he, he lost count after a while. The severity of the charges max it, makes it that much worse. They want to charge me with battery and DV? <laughs> what? Nigga, that's the same. You did the same shit in both instances. <laughs> what are you talking about? You beat up a dude, and yeah. you beat up a, a woman. woman. That what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> this just smells so bad of crazy. Yeah, right. They trying to hit me with both crimes. Damn. Fine. Yeah. How they gonna steal me with them papers? He said, "Fine, do it, but don't railroad me with BS." Fat. Yeah. uh Fantasy charges? Fantasy? Fantasy? That's like, like, like fantasy. That's like being mad because they charged you with not having a license when you hit somebody with your car. Like, word on yeah. top of everything? Oh, okay. So I'm going to do the three months for the license and the 10 years for murder? Jeez. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the shortest fucking trial in the world because he's going to walk in the courtroom. The judge is going to go, word, and right. that's it. <laughs> hit the gavel. Uh, fan- <laughs> and we're done. He's, he says fantasy charges like rape. Attempted murder, kidnapping, and burglary is fucking ridiculous and it's making it impossible for justice. I'm a good person with a huge heart. And everyone who knows me knows that, especially Christy. I don't know what no, is happening. No, she doesn't. She knows that her face is broken. Right. She exactly. took the pictures in the hospital. Like, we know what you did. Right. <laughs> I don't know what is happening to her, but I'm not going to watch the woman I love go on the stand and tell the painful lies about me. I don't oh. know if her scumbag agent is making her do this. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. The laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so he thinks that she got herself beat up to improve her porn career? Right. Are you serious? Right. Yeah. You know how losing. No, people don't get off to uh, mangled faces. Well, they do, but they're fucking weird. Most yeah. people aren't into that shit. There's, there's no mangledfaces.com. <laughs> no. There will be now that you just said yeah. that. I mean, I just bought the domain, so it just it just directs you. Thanks for thanks for listening, guys. If you check us out at manglefaces.com yeah. for all your mangled faces needs, it, it, it directs you to Three Negroes Facebook page. Look, how good of a lawyer? Can you, how good of a lawyer can you be if, as an agent, you represent a point star? Like that nigga is not like the greatest lawyer ever. Like he's not creating an event for you to lose like yeah he he makes sure she gets fucked in the ass like he doesn't fucking do anything special so he said is the agent making him do it do it for money publicity or if the da is just pressuring her scaring her or what scaring her Mm -hmm. anyway thank you to all who have supported me over the years anyway thank you he wrapped this shit up like a speech at the fucking like Ah! when you accept like an award anyway Thank you to all who have supported me over the years. Yeah, so we can get back to the to the chicken, y'all. I appreciate you all. Sorry if I ever let you down. I hope you choose to remember me for my times of strength and not for the wrap it up, B. For this society yeah. has killed men. I have never meant to live in this era anyway. 
follow your dreams and think for yourselves and he ends it with another Nishi quote verily i often laugh at the weaklings who think themselves good because they have no claws Mm-hmm. Is he a deaf poet? Is he on Russell Simmons' deaf poetry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's With insane. a name like War Machine, he might as well be, right? He might right. as well. Might as well. All right, man. I don't give a fuck. Wait, but how... I'm just very confused because, like, do we think he believes what he wrote, or did he know that that note was going to get left behind and he wanted to shift, he wanted to do some spin in his last act? That's what I think happened. Was he, did he actually, was he successful in the suicide attempt? No. No. Like everything else, he failed at it. Oh. <laughs> um, let's play our games, guys, because I got to wrap this up in a second, so where's my game music here? Uh, <clears throat> Alright, here we go. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. Whether we score things from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five on the scale of how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. So let's get numbers, guys. Um, I will start first with you, Jim. Pick a number. Right. Pick a number between one and like twenty. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Five, seven, ten, thirteen, fourteen. Um, <sighs> uh, I don't. I don't even know why I sigh because I know what's going to happen. It's going to be something bad. Anyway. A U of A girl got kicked out of a sorority after she said no niggas on the Snapchat. Um, University of Alabama shot Omega chapter booted the sorority sister who excitedly Snapchatted her friends. Shot O got no niggas on bid day this weekend. <laughs> this was the first Alabama rush where black women were formally invited to join sororities. Shot O actually pledged two black women and about 20 white girls. So she was wrong in her count for one. <laughs> Apparently so. So does that does that mean that they pretended to let them interview for the job, but then they didn't get in? Um. Oh yeah, I don't know. It says. Is it like how the NFL has the Rooney Rule? Like you gotta in, like interview a black coach, but we know he's not yeah. getting that job. Yeah, it's a fr- oh. it's affirmative action. Yeah, maybe that's what it was, right? I I you know I don't know enough about the um. Oh, process. I, I was in a I was in a white sorority actually in college. Uh, they have the thing. They the, um, so they have like three nights. How they did it at my school. You you have like three nights, and you the first day everybody goes to like the different sorority houses and talks to the girls in there, and then whichever sorority likes you invites you back the next day, and then the, the if the sorority likes you some more, they invite you back the next day, and then finally you get a bid. Mm-hmm. And then when you get a bid, then you can decide to pledge. And then after you pledge, then you might get into the sorority. Mm. The offending um, Snapchat featured some emojis. Had the red heart emoji, the yellow heart emoji, the no good emoji where the woman's crossing her arms, and the one that looks like when you make a field goal emoji with the woman set like both hands up like yay. Um... So, uh, bid day for those literally 
uninitiated is where sororities formerly hand out invitations to join them at the rush period everyone wears matching shirts and runs around screaming for hours in the snapchat you can see at least one girl who's enjoying the, a morning mimosa 21 black women were invited to join in the festivities this year out of 2054 women who pledged sororities in total got to mighty very small number of, of black women uh and this is the first year they've actually formally been invited uh welcome to obama's america the uni- <laughs> so post-racial the university is still investigating the snapchat incident so the girl who sent it probably isn't in trouble with the school yet but she was kicked but out wait, of wait why would the school why would the school investigate that i guess um just for racism in one of its uh on campus institutions right because she was kicked out of the fr- sorority so i don't yeah, know yeah, if the sorority kicks you out that makes sense it's a private organization but i can't um, imagine the school would punish you for snapchatting your friends no niggas yeah, and, and and it's more for uh you know universities you know they can actually kick you officially off campus and shit like that so they're like hey this is social media you represent our university oh, so yeah. i guess from their perspective they're like we we can't have you doing especially this. if especially if it was a university-led initiative like right y'all gotta let some black people okay, in. um but anyway man from zero to 100 intervals 25 karen how much you feel fucked with hmm good question you knew I was going to ask it. Right? <laughs> All right, we'll go to Jim. Jim, yeah, how much do you feel else. fucked with? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, so basically some white chick was like, so there's no niggas in our sorority, right? right? I'm not I'm not surprised. Like, I don't feel fucked with. I got 25 mm-hmm. because it's, you know, she, it's obviously some sorority that's probably going to be racist as fuck anyway. Mm-hmm. She got caught slipping, saying some racist shit, which she knew. I'm kind of mad that, the, like, that she put she would put herself out there like that, and we all we all knew what we already knew anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh wow, there's some you know white chick in a southern sorority who's racist. So at ah, 25. All right, what about you, Ray? Yeah, 25. Same reason. Just whatever. That uh-huh. shit happens. I expected it. If this, if the sorority is already suspending her or kicking her out of the chapter, then that's the proper, that's the correct punishment, I guess. That's it. Naruda? Yeah. Uh, is Naruda there? Yeah, yeah. Talk a little louder. I can barely hear you. Uh, one, one to 20 is what you're asking me? Yeah. No. Oh, Zero to a hundred intervals of twenty five, how much do you feel fucked with? Oh. Alright. Well Yeah, I would agree with Jim. I feel like twenty five, but I'm not a woman in the sorority, so Yeah, well I, Ray is and she said twenty five too, so that's fine. Uh yeah. I will give it a hundred, uh Karen. I actually will give it a zero. So Karen's giving a zero. So I'm the hot man on this one. I'm winning so far. Uh, Ray. Wait, why do you feel so fucked with? Yeah. Um, because like you can tell that they're trying to make an initiative to like invite black people in. True. And then like it's, and it's obviously, you know, groundbreaking because they've never done it before. And then the first fucking year, somebody's already like, Oh, no niggas. Yes. Woo. That was a close <laughs> one. We had a less than 1% chance of getting black people and we didn't. Uh, party over here. Like, fuck, fuck you, you fucking racist bitch. She's throwing confetti in there. 
Yeah. Um, I wish she get. I hope she get kicked out of school. Um, but you know what? There is no niggas in the. There's no niggas in the sorority, and there's no her in the sorority either. Like I'm good. No. I know. I told you I'm petty. I'm for them Jewish people going out to Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pettier than y'all. That's all. Uh, Ray, pick a number from one to twenty. Oh, was Naruto saying something? Yes. Go ahead. I don't want no white girls. I mean, white boys in the queues. Like I don't like when I see that. There's been like one, my cousin, I got a couple cousins that are accused from like Howard or whatever. And they, these niggas, these white boys stepping and shit, that makes me uncomfortable. Well, here's the thing, Naruta. I went to a HBCU. Mm-hmm. When the white frat come to the fucking like, um, we have our frat like meetup and shit and everybody like performs. Motherfuckers yeah. go crazy because black people are way more accepting than white people. Mm-hmm. We are like, like it's always like four, like maybe two, three minutes in where we're like, Yo, these white boys can dance. I don't know. Yo, is it, yeah, this is it me? Is it me and these white boys getting down? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a couple of them take off shirts. All the women go crazy. And then they do a couple good ass dances to some black music. And we like, oh, cool. The white people partying with us tonight. That's it. We don't do the no white is like this ain't mm-hmm. higher learning. Like we, <laughs> black people are way more accepting. People ready. Yeah. <laughs> we are so much more accepted. It's not even close. Uh, but Ray, pick a number from one to 20. Uh, let's go with nine. Nine. All right, here we go. Uh, five, seven, nine. A uh, man was. Oh, wait. Did I already? Is this a repeat? Oh no, no. Okay, I already did this one. Let me go back and pick another one. Hold on. All right. Chicago police commander allegedly shoved his gun in a suspect's mouth. Oh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, that's right. Chicago police commander was arrested this week at the evidence surface earlier this year. He shoved a gun inside of a 24-year-old suspect's mouth during an investigation. He was charged with aggravated battery and official misconduct. Investigators say Commander Glenn Evans, who happens to be a black man as well, was on patrol with two other officers on January 30th, 2013, when he allegedly spotted 24-year-old Ricky J. Williams holding a handgun. <laughs> His name is Ricky J. Williams. Ricky J. Williams. Well, that nigga that go to jail. so black. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, the blackest name ever. That is a pretty black <laughs> name. That's, that's pretty black. That's up there. Uh, the officers gave chase and eventually caught Williams inside of an abandoned home. Officers were unable to locate the handgun, but apparently decided to arrest him anyway for reckless conduct. It was during the arrest that Evans reportedly placed his gun inside Williams' mouth. Williams also claims the police pressed a taser gun against his genitals. Oh, no. According to the Chicago Tribune, uh, the crime lab found the man's DNA on the barrel, so they knew that it had been in his mouth. Um, And he was stripped of his badge and gun, uh, zero to uh, to 100, Karen. Oh, that's 100. All right, so Karen's giving that one 100. Uh, What about you, Jim? Uh, I'm going to go with 300. Okay, that's 100. (laughs) Uh, What about you, uh, Ray? Yeah, I feel real fucked with 100. And uh Neruda. I'm I'm gonna go with Jim. I'm gonna say over hundred. I'm gonna say two hundred, three hundred, something like that. Alright. Well the highest you can go is hundred for scientific sake. So hundred. Uh and I'll I'll give it a hundred also, man. It this, this just reminds me of the scene in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That's exactly oh, yeah. what I was thinking. When I hate your black gums. <laughs> I hate little black niggas like you. Uh, well, actually, I've actually never seen Boys in the Hood. I've only seen the scene in Don't Be a Menace. Made with Bernie Mac. I, yeah. I hate the back of Falls with it because Nick. 
<laughs> Bernie Mac is a god, and I'm so sad yeah. he's gone. Uh, and uh, last uh, one, Neruda, one through twenty. Um, I want to go. I'm gonna go seven. Seven. All right. I pegged you for one guy. I thought you were gonna pick number one. Um, Arizona well, teacher. Say what, Ray? I said, he is that narcissistic? Yeah, that's what I was going for. I thought, you know, as a narcissist, he would pick number one because he's number one. I was off, man. I misjudged you. He was er- probably trying to look nice like narcissists tend to do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Arizona- Ray me better than anyone on the planet. I was trying not to look. <laughs> well, what's funny is that the, the, the lower the number, the more current the event. So it's fine. An Arizona teacher was canned for defending a fourth grade boy from bullies who called him nigger, monkey, and crackhead. After one oh of the, my. Yeah, she was fired after one of the bullies' moms complained. The tormented boy's family and other community members uh, are upset. Pam Aster, a 25-year teaching veteran, white woman, was booted from her classroom at Four Peaks Elementary School near Phoenix after administrators said she was too harsh on a group of boys who had been picking on nine-year-old Malachi Gillis. The Gillises, mm-hmm, the Gillises told CBS 5 the abuse was so bad they had to move Malachi to a different school. You belong, you belong to a zoo, stupid head, monkey, crackhead, said Malachi, quoting what the word daily taunts from a group of five boys. Things came to a head last spring when Aster confronted the alleged bullies. He is not alone. When you pick on him, you pick on me, she told the group. It is not five on one anymore. It's five on two. Uh, Lucky these guys. What's are, wrong with that? Yeah, luckily they were too young to do math. So they got scared. <laughs> five on two? Oh, no. School administrator said a mother of one of the alleged bullies complained. Aster was accused of threatening the boys, telling them to shut up, and belittling one over his ugly face. At a hearing Monday, the, school, the Unified School District's officials voted four to one to fire her. Was this Arizona? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. We used to we used to be like old Arizona when we read articles from them. Um, it's like the second most ratchet state. Um, I know, like teachers are supposed to be better people. But I feel like uh, if you've been calling a little black boy a nigger monkey who belo- belongs in the zoo, I get to call you ugly. I feel right. like that's even. It's a fair trade. Also, I would. Yeah. Right. What I don't get is why don't the teachers ever lie? Because I would lie like fuck. Y'all, no, I didn't say anything to those kids. <laughs> they are all lying. They're a bunch of racist ass liars. Yeah. The teachers, getting off light. Right. The teachers always try to rely on the sensibility of the school board and it never works out. Look, they were about to rape the kid and I just said, can you please stop? This isn't good. Oh, wow. You told him to stop. Wow. Wow. You gotta go. (laughs) You gotta go. You gotta go. Wow. I can't have this shit in the school. That, uh, she says that makes me beyond mad because why she fired or for something she is supposed to do. She fumed. She's supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to call little racist ugly. Okay. (laughs) Right. She's yeah, supposed just, to... I mean, if you look at it from the literal context of what she's saying, like, that's an ugly thing to do. It's an ugly yeah, thing to do. Yeah, she was like, she, her defense should have been, I was calling him ugly on the inside. Just because yeah. I call someone a nigger? You tell me to shut up? Wow, what? Obama's yeah. America. Here we go. Yeah, uh, it's over, so. 
she's supposed to be standing up for students they didn't like it so i turned and it, it turned into her threatening the kids because she stood up for this one black child in her class uh they put a petition on change.org to have her reinstated it's got 2200 signatures oh, that's good buddy. Give a fuck. Yeah. yeah she was she was my teacher for almost 14 years she was wonderful then still doing wonderful work with the kids now one commenter wrote you know honestly man i would hire her back just for not fucking the kids uh, I have a, I have a right. very low bar well, now. She's in the black dude, so probably oh, not her flavor. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a hundred, Jim. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go. I gotta say a hundred, and uh, the reason being is that you know I have family that teaches, I teach, and the fact that when you're a teacher and you do the right thing, and you're defend at the end of the day, you're defending your students, and to ha- the fact that she was stood up, especially in Arizona, to those kids and did what she did and did not have the administration back her up when she was doing the right thing. Fuck that shit. I'm giving that 100 as well. Right? Yeah, just mad 100s. Yeah, man. The emoji 100, 100, 100, 100. Yeah, 100, 100, 100. 100. And what about you, Neruda? I'm 100 like Cameron and the Kate. I'm all. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm not gonna sing the song because we have to wrap it up shortly. So I'm gonna just go straight into Guess the Race. Oh, so, perfect! I love this. Uh, here's our first one. I think I can might be able to play a video. Let's see if this works out. But uh, a guy feels upset because he couldn't get a job because he had too many tattoos, and he felt a that the tattoos cost him a job. Frustrated after he feels he was denied a job based on his tattoos. Eyewitness News reporter Adam Herbitz has been following the story and joins us now with more. Adam. Yeah, Kurt Kendall. Billy Roach reached out to us because he thinks he was a victim of discrimination and was treated unfairly. He says the tattoos aren't gang-related and shouldn't be an issue. Billy Roach is proud of his tattoos. All of them mean something to him. My right arm is nothing but music, uh, you know, songs. Some mean more than others. He has the lip prints of his wife on his neck. Plus, a tribute to his firstborn son. <laughs> so my neck is the footprint when he was born, his name and his birthday. But now those tattoos mean something else. Difficulty in finding a job. He recently applied for a position in the medical industry. And even though he passed the test, he didn't get called back for a first interview. She said, no, the only reason we're not hiring you is because of your tattoos. Eyewitness News isn't naming the company because they didn't break any laws. But we did reach out to them. They said they can't comment because it's, quote, a personnel matter. That we know that every action or every choice has a consequence. Holly Colhane of PAS Associates says it's a problem employees have all the time, but there's a difference between legal and illegal discrimination. Certain areas that you cannot discriminate based on, right? So we're talking about race, color, religion, sex, national origin as examples of those. That's why she says employers should make their practices clear. So they might want to ask the question up front, um, or they might want to just ask for the policy. But Billy says that's exactly what he did, and was told by a manager that it wouldn't be a problem. I pulled myself up and I showed him I had tattoos. I wanted to be up front because avoid wasting my time as well as theirs. He encouraged me to take a test and said, you know, don't worry about it. He says he's never had a problem with his tattoos before, is well qualified, and deserves a shot and he wouldn't have been upset if they told him up front instead he had to take a day off work and now feels like his time and money were wasted i have a family member that's sick or dying i don't care if the person has tattoos if they're there to help my family member and how to save their life i think the last thing going through someone's mind when they're going through emergency is that i have tattoos i'm sure they're more concerned about help my loved one 
Right. Billy now says he's writing a letter to Congress to fight to make tattoo discrimination illegal unless they're hateful or gang related. All right, so he's writing a letter to Congress uh, to make to stop making having tattoos discriminating against tattoos illegal. So, uh, guess the race, guys. Uh, Billy Roach. Yeah. Totally. All right. Real white. Billy Roach. Yep, Bill Roach. Bill White Roach. people have to apply to be considered a class that gets discriminated against. At least basic begging for them to be like, come up with a way that racism happens to me too. Like, <laughs> Let's check the chat room and see what their guesses are. They play along and they are racist. It's hard being white in Obama's America. He's a wigger, he's a wigger, he's a wigger. His ancestors tattooed their slaves with cattle brands and their slaves still got the work. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> poor little crouton just realized the looking different will get you treated badly. White, white. The news is taking this seriously. White <laughs> only because only because all the tattoos does he count as a colored person? White. Wait a minute. I didn't get an opportunity because of my appearance must be white. Infant penis sucker. White. Jesus. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Future supervillain. Uh, and petition writing white folks march. Um, the correct answer is white. Everyone got it. Good job, everybody. Um, let's see if we can go to the next one. Um, let me get a couple more in. Um, <laughs> here's one. There was a lady who, uh, went to a restaurant and didn't leave a tip. Uh, they arrested this woman uh, for claiming that Jesus Christ would pay the tip. <laughs> said she didn't pay the tip or the tab. She said, "I'm not gonna pay for my food, but Jesus got me." Uh, police mm, say he better Chris, have a credit card in his name. Police say Christy Rines ordered food and several alcoholic drinks at El Chico in Lawton, but later said she couldn't pay for them. According to authorities, she told managers her husband would pick up the tab, but when asked about her husband, she had a strange response. Police say she told managers she was legally married to Jesus Christ, but had no marriage license to prove it. She but told that, the name of that town was what El Chico. No, the name of the town is Lawton. So restaurant, right? Yeah, El Chico is mm-hmm. a restaurant. She so told she probably meant Jesus, and <laughs> she told the restaurant manager that Jesus would pay for the bill. <laughs> according to police, police confirmed Ryan's had no way to pay for a tab and arrested her on complaint of fraud. Guess the race. Ooh. What was her name again? Christy Rhines. R H I N E S. I'm gonna go white. All right, Ray's going white. I'm going white too. All right, and Jim. Yeah, I got I gotta go white, man. White. All three people are going right, white, and you guys are all right. Oh wait, I forgot to do the chat room. Sorry, guys. Uh, but you guys know the answer now. Anyway, one said she popped the collar of her church suit and strolled out. First black, first lady black, snake handling white, Pentecostal white. Black women always expect Jesus to fix it. Uh, so all y'all, all y'all that guess black, <laughs> you guys are all wrong. Y'all wrong. I'll put a picture in the chat and, uh, we'll go to the bonus round. Um, where's my, uh, stories? I'll go back. No, no music again today. Like I said, I got to get out of here and be on uh, where's my 40 acres soon. Um, all right, let's go to this one. 
CBS 12 is uh, reporting. Uh, let me put her picture up for you guys in the chat. That's what Christy looks like. Uh, CBS 12 is reporting that a uncle stabbed his nephew over some pork chops. Oh, my. Yep. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Naruto's already guessing black. All right. <laughs> a 61-year-old man was arrested after he stabbed his nephew during a fight over pork chops. Billy Wall and his nephew, Charles Williams, were arguing over the number of pork chops each one got for dinner. Oh, <laughs> Wall said he only got to eat one pork chop, but his nephew ate three and thought his girlfriend didn't get to have any. The argument escalated and turned physical, according to the arrest report. The two men were separated when the girlfriend intervened and Williams then left the room. Both men began to fight again after Williams said his nephew grabbed a machete and threatened him. Wall said he grabbed... Rod, why you talking about my family, Rod? Why you talking about my family? I don't appreciate this shit. (laughs) Uh, Wall said he grabbed a wood stick and a struggle ensued over the machete. Wall Wall told police he reached for a knife in his pocket and stabbed his nephew. When a police officer arrived at the home, he saw the nephew, Charles Williams, bleeding heavily. He was transported to the trauma center and underwent surgery. Billy Wall was arrested and charged with aggravated domestic battery. Guess the race. Oh, boy. And, uh, it, it pains me. I'm going black. I Jim's go going black. black. Jim's going black. I don't want to have, I don't want to, but I have to. All right. All right. Ray? Where's Ray? Did we lose Ray? Um, uh, oh, wait. I think I lost somebody. James, Jim's still there. Naruto, you there? I'm still here. All right, give what's the uh what race are you guessing? I'm going black. All right. And I don't know what happened to Ray. I guess her internet... I see like a question mark on her thing here on the screen. Yeah, mine just says there's a problem with the call. Hold on while we try to get it back. I think they're trying to re- unless we're trying to reconnect. Yeah. So um at any rate attention. Um I I wanna get a guest. So I'll go to the chat room and look at their guest first. Uh um, let's see what they said. And he drank all the Kool-Aid too, Black. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> all the Kool-Aid. One who would ask how much for one real. That fight <laughs> That fight lingered from a space game gone wrong. <laughs> you don't touch a black man's pork, black, black, pork chops, yeah, black enough for me. Crazy <laughs> Uncle Black. Fuck. Blacker than Lupita Nyong'o's labia, Majora, dark, oh dark black galactic port, port simian nigger rat. Jesus. Wow. Fuck, man. Man, what? Who's, who's chiming in, man? Uh, that, that one is from, um, uh, future supervillain who, the evil levels are on 10 tonight for future supervillain. Jesus, man. Yeah, not fucking around today trying to win an award. Um, all right, so what was I at? Oh, every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator, eating all the pork chops black. All the pork chops. All oh, the hog wow. Definitely black. Um, and let's see, did we get Ray back? No, it's still ringing. All right, well, it's going to come down to this. You guys won. It was black. Everybody had it right. Mm-hmm. 
All right, and we can't get out of here without talking about the last thing, which is, of course, sore ratchetness. Yes. Before we get to that. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, were, you, what were you going to say, Naruto? I was going to say, uh, uh, Ray would have said black, too. She yeah, did. I feel like she would have got it. Me too. You no, know, but we give it. Say she did say that some nigga shit when the uh, machete came out. So yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll give it okay. to her. Yeah, we, we, yeah, she gets credit for it. Yeah. Um. Now back to uh the lecture at hand. Uh, let's talk about the sword ratchetness, guys. Uh, guilty verdict was handed down last week in the trial for a man accused of carrying a sword into a Scranton school district administration building. William Giordano was found guilty Friday of having a weapon on school grounds, but not guilty of disorderly conduct. Court <laughs> yeah, how does that make sense? Court papers show he went to the administration building with a sword last year to complain about the uniform policy. Boy. Investigators say he returned the next day to complain again wearing a sword on his belt. So, uh, yeah. And maybe he was just coming from uh, medieval times, so... Maybe that's what it was. Um... Well, hopefully they can send them to the uh, brig or the gallows or the dungeon or whatever the fuck they sent people in medieval times. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's been the blackout tips. Thank you so much to our guest. Yes. Uh, thank three you. Three Negroes. Thank you. Thank you for having us, man. No yeah, problem. Go man. check them out and support them. Yeah, we're really glad you guys could come back on, man. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we really, uh, we really enjoy your show, man. I listen to it all the time. Thank you. And uh make sure you guys go to their Facebook page, Three of Negroes. Follow them on Twitter, Three of Negroes. Mm -hmm. uh, one word, and the three is spelled out. Uh Go visit our sponsors, uh, Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, check out our audio play album, Rod and Karen, the best of Rod and Karen. And uh, Adam and Eve code TBGWT and get your 10 free things. Uh, we'll be back Saturday with your feedback. Premium yes. people will have a... Uh, Balls D Sports out at some point soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, I interviewed Jamel Hill today for a medium talk, so that interview will be up soon. I think Woo! you guys will definitely enjoy that one. Um, so until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>